Hi, and welcome to another episode of Empire Building. Today, we're going to talk about that it's never too late. I'm Sarah Reynolds. And I'm Wendy Papazan. I'm Seychelle Van Poole. And we have a very special guest with us here today. Very. Yes. Very. We have <laughs> the amazing Sarita Dua. She's a woman of the world. She has traveled globally all over the world. She has a fantastic business that is not only a really strong business in real estate in Portland, Oregon, but it's also highly profitable and growing and flourishing. Um, she also happens to be finishing up her MBA. At MIT. At MIT, no, no big, big deal. No. Also, you know, it happens to be dual coasts, which doesn't provide any challenges at all, Not I would imagine. <laughs> and word on the streets is uh, she, she's selling the Ritz. Yeah. Yes, she yeah. is also <laughs> representing exclusively the Ritz in Portland. It's first foray into Portland. Uh, she has two amazing children, and she also has a fantastic husband, Bupesh. So, Sarita, welcome. 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 Anything we missed. Me. No, I didn't. <laughs> so, we were talking um, earlier before coming on the podcast where you have this really unique story that I think is very relevant to a lot of people. And that is, we were having the conversation around, it's never too late. Mm-hmm. it's never too late to live your best life. And you have gone through this beautiful transformation in the past couple of years that's been, as friends, really fantastic to watch and get to witness. And so we would love to have you join us today to talk about how we did that, what you went through, and um, where you are today versus where you were before. So let's unpack a little bit and go back to age 49. Okay. <laughs> and you're very, you know, not very long ago. And you were highly successful in business. This is not like you were not incredibly successful in your business. And what questions did you start asking? You know, it's it's a, a great question. It um, like you don't really know that things could change until you kind of it hit it hits you over the head, right? Age forty nine. I just turned fifty this year. So last year, things were kind of flying high, right? I had a great business, very mm-hmm. profitable. You mentioned we travel extensively. My uh, family went through a transition. We just. Uh, uh, we're preparing to be empty nesters. So like mm. kind of all was good. And when all is good, you start ignoring a few of the little flags. Mm. Like uh, what kind of flags? One of the flags was as my production went up, my weight would go up. So mm. health was, you know, I'd be juggling a lot of balls in the air and the one that always dropped would be myself and my health. You know, we've all been there, right? You're going to meet yeah. the, you know, the contractor at noon and next thing you know, you're having Taco Bell at three in the afternoon because the salad that you had planned to eat goes out the window and you're sure. on standby all day. So And you're running. You know, yeah. yeah. So health was one thing. The other thing I was realizing is I was not taking a lot of risks. I was kind of hitting these fastballs that were just right down the plate, right down the middle. Uh, I would catch myself kind of driving to a listing appointment and not even prepping and kind of getting it. And I would be so proud of like, wow, I've got a pretty good track record. It's like, wait a minute, if you're have a great track record, you're actually not swinging for the fences and you're not swinging for the curveballs. Okay, wait, that's Ooh. a huge, that's that a huge good. takeaway right there. So if you're too comfortable, that actually means you're not growing enough. Exactly. Or you're not you're, taking risks. Wow. So you were in your comfort, your comfort you're zone. You're totally yeah. comfortable. Yeah. The other thing is I um, realized, and maybe it was the sort of, we're calling it a beautiful transformation. I'm calling it a midlife crisis, but <laughs> it, it might have also just been this, um, I missed learning. Mm. Um, I was, was coming here to Austin quite a bit. I was reading about machine learning and AI, and I was realizing that there's a whole bunch of stuff I don't know much about. I would mm. read book after book, and it would make me 
want it. Like instead of answering questions, I would ask more. Mm. And I really do believe like my parents, this came from kind of the way I was raised. Like we're a learning-based family. Like the minute you stop learning, you really do start growing and you st- and you start dying. You start, you yeah. stop growing and you start dying and you really have to keep pushing yourself to learn. And I was realizing that I was on autopilot. And so was there an aha moment for you or was it just sort of a gradual well, I dawning? Think- Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess, again, you're right. I mean, my before here is, you know, loving my family, traveling a lot, learning that I wanted to learn more. I did have a, it was a car accident, which was a big aha because I mm. literally like mm. caught myself looking at the situation and what could have happened. And I felt yeah. like it was a do-over for me. Mm. Wow. So that was a big part of, and the other thing, guys, self-care, it's work. Like going mm. to the chiropractor yeah. or going to get massages. Like I believe a massage is your birthday Yes. Or Valentine's mm-hmm. Day gift certificate. I think and a it's lot like, of people it's do. like a treat. It's it's it feels very decadent to go, but really it's like maintenance, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's something we should be doing for ourselves to be stay in alignment. And so it's well, especially like as the leader of an organization, yes. especially as an empire builder, you know, yeah. you have a responsibility for a lot of people. And yeah. um, you know, we only get one vessel. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, they talk about that oxygen mask saying, right? Put yeah. on your mask first before helping others. And yes. I just, just sort of smirked and thought, like, that doesn't apply to me. <laughs> and I can be Wonder Woman. I literally was proud of the phrase, like, I'll sleep when I die. And mm-hmm. like, I'll, I was like, I think I proud of being a workaholic. Yeah. Yeah. And now I track everything, including my sleep. And like, I know, like, Sleep is so important. Yeah. It's like where we recharge, right? And yeah. so you have to really change the way you look at things. Well, it's really interesting because you know, I went, I haven't, I've I've known you for a long time. We've mm-hmm. known each other, but we haven't really been close. Mm-hmm. Really, just the couple last couple of years, right. really. And it's been an honor to, to get to know you. I feel the same way. Uh, but I remember we were out at your beach house yeah. for our Five Dolls Network. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that don't know, out there in podcast world, we'll probably be talking about it quite a yeah. bit. But it's our mastermind group of amazing uh, business owners. And uh, we were out at your beach house. Mm-hmm. And I remember you, I, I can't remember if you showed up or what, but you, you honestly, you were, you had gained so much weight. I can gain weight like you had an Olympic so world much weight. record holder. And you were, <laughs> and you had a Starbucks Big frappuccino something yep. with, with all the whipped cream calories. and everything mm-hmm. in there. And I got so worried for you. And I was so worried for you in that moment. And I that really accident was. had happened just a couple of couple days of before. Weeks before that. Yeah, a couple of weeks yeah. before that. No, and you're right. Like you don't, you know, and I love you for saying that because you said something. And I mean, right, when we care about people, yeah. like sometimes we don't say the hard stuff because yeah. we don't want to hurt their feelings. Mm-hmm. But like that's when you really do need that yeah. care and candor. And like, yeah, like I was kind of flying high and I'll just deal with it. I'll just deal with it. Yeah. And next thing you know, you look up and you're like, you know, you weigh the most you've ever weighed and you're, you know, you're just basically squeaking by, mm-hmm. you know, and you're just not happy with, it's, it was my life. I didn't control anything. It just mm-hmm. had control of me mm-hmm. and Ooh. I knew things had to change. Yeah. My it, life. It, wow. Yeah. I didn't have control of anything. My life just had control over yeah. me. And isn't it amazing when you're build, building an empire, building a business, following these moments of, really living your best life, right? And I just think about what an inspiration you've been to so many because you made some choices to focus on your health, me being one of them, right? And just watching you over the last year turn that and focus. And in the beginning of the year, I was like, well, if Sarita can do it, I know I I can do it too. (laughs) And just inspiring me and inspiring so many because you said yes to your best life and it's never too late, right? You showed the world that it's it's never too late. And tell us exactly what you're 
your weight loss journey went sure. because a lot of people don't know. Well, yeah. I think just to build up that was like, I, if I didn't, if I didn't want to go there, I could have ignored it, right? Yes. I had in 2017, close to 80 million in, in production, mm-hmm. 2.1 GCI, 62% profit. Like life was good. Like yeah. we yeah. could have continued to keep the ball on the ground yeah. and keep cruising. Right. Um, but I think, and it might've been this sort of fear of the birthday, like the the birthday came, it was July, 2019, and it was 50 by 50. So mm-hmm. I set this goal, 50 by 50. I almost made it like a marketing mantra, <laughs> right? And you then did, yeah. the difference and, is and I you told 50 people, pounds, right? 50, 50 pounds, yeah. 50 pounds by, 50 by my 50th old. birthday. And this was September, 2018. So I had till July of 2019 to mm-hmm. do it. And I told people, like I told my friends, I like I made myself accountable for it. 50 is a daunting number. Um, and and one pound at a time, yeah. breaking it down mm-hmm. into yeah. little bitty bites. Like I surrounded myself with my friends who supported me. In fact, I had a daily Facebook accountability chat. Mm. I got help. I used a proven model and system in terms of having a coach and having weekly weigh-ins and knowing what I was eating. I tracked the heck out of it in terms of every day, what did I weigh? What did I eat? How many carbs? How many calories? And I actually ended up losing 71 instead of 50 <laughs> by my birthday. Blue, right past well, the, the big aha is once 50 got there, it really wasn't as scary. I think yeah. it was this idea of, am I living my best life? And if yeah. no, what am I going to do about right. it? Once you get there, you're like, I'm grateful for every mm-hmm. spit around the sun. You know, like yes. I really, who am I to like make 50 a big deal? Really? Like, I feel like I'm just getting started. Yeah. I have more energy. And I think I could have said, well, I've never lost weight and kept it off. Like, why would this time be different? Or I've never, you know, who goes back to school at age 49? Like, it could have been just, again, like, coast, keep coasting, find, you know, find a retirement plan mm-hmm. and and we could eke it out. But I just, you know, at some point, you just put your foot down. You're like, not anymore. I'm, I'm not going to well, do this anymore. And tell us about your empire, because your empire suffered a little bit. Sure. Yeah. My empire is, yeah, I have, um, my empire, like it first started with my love for travel, right? Like I have a, um, a small but mighty team. I have three buyer's agents, a transaction coordinator and a listing manager. I would get in my own way. Like Mm -hmm. the more I actually got out of my business and now it might've been to go travel or do stuff. The more I got out, the more they were empowered to really stay in their strain zone and do amazing things. It's a good so, lesson for that is, a lot of people It was huge. Listening. I mean, yeah. you know it's bad when your assistant literally de- delivers the monitor and the chair to your office, to your home office. He's like, you're, you're thinking about working <laughs> from home? Don't take this the wrong way. And he literally delivered my office to me. And he's like, you know, this might be good for all of us, right? <laughs> and one of the big lessons there, which was one of my biggest ahas a a year or so ago is when you say no to something, you're giving someone else the opportunity to say yes. That's Mm -hmm. correct. Right? And and you saying no to certain things gave people in your organization an opportunity to say yes. And you create more opportunity in your empire when you're you're doing that, right? Yeah. And it's a process, right? At the beginning, we checked in a lot. We synced a lot. We, you know, they Let's had be to honest, earn the I trust. had some trust yeah, issues. They had to earn the trust. Issues. Let it go. But yeah. now we're to the point where whether I'm at MIT in Cambridge or I'm at onsite at the Ritz Carlton or if I'm at my home office or if I'm on a plane, we're all so used to being in our strength zone that it doesn't matter where I am. So yeah. that took do you some feel, trust. And, do you feel like the physicality of going to MIT forced you to get more comfortable with that? Because there was a period of time when you were at school that you physically couldn't intervene. 
It helps when you're on an, an aluminum tube because there yeah. really is no signal. Yeah. You you know, like you just, I mean, yeah. the world, this, these things are like bigger than you, right? But right. I think MIT helped. But prior to that, I think a lot of the changes happened just right before that. Mm. I think if it didn't, I may not have gone for it. But MIT helped because it really forces you to like say, like, what's the big picture? What's the yeah. strategic things that need to happen? What's the tactical? And yeah. do I need to be in the tactical? Do I do the tactical the that best? Well, no, right. I don't. I don't. So it forces you to, it's a, a great reminder of like, That's wait, huge. stop. That's a really what am good I lesson too on right. asking like where, to Sarah loves strengths finders, you know, and it's yes. like, am I in my strength zone? Am I doing what I naturally and easily and effortlessly do the best? And if I'm not, who can I create an opportunity for that can exactly. go do that, right? Yeah, because our people see that. They're like, oh, you yeah, know what? Yeah. You're just not that good at it. Yeah. And you have control issues. Yeah, yeah. And you should just hand that over to me and I'll mm-hmm. take care of it. Mm-hmm. And and you are right to some extent. When you're in class, you can't answer the phone. Yeah. You're just not available, right? Yeah. Like unless someone's hair's on fire, right? Like don't call me, like figure it mm-hmm. out. And so that did force that next level of like, even if I was traveling or whatever, I was still always available. Right. And now it's like, I'm not, right? And... The other thing is I kind of foolishly said, oh, I'm going to go to MIT, but I'm not really going to change anything. I love uh, real estate. We remember hearing I just that. want to uh-huh. like grow. The truth <laughs> is like you can't not change, right? Yeah. Like you're just, it's like you see light. You can't unsee it, right? The models, mm. the systems, the way you look mm. at things, it really causes you to just think differently. And so all of a sudden I went to not change. And next thing you know, I've changed my job. I've changed yeah. like my business yep. and and I'm definitely going to scale both areas, but uh, it's just been really eye-opening. So what's next for you? So, so yeah, so we talked about a little bit about the before. The after now is I, my biggest challenge is to, I'm, I'm a filler, like whatever bucket I have, I fill it, right? Mm-hmm. So let's call it 25 to 30 hours a week the MIT thing. And I just kind of keep quiet about it because like no one in my family right. thought it was a great idea. So I can't complain. Um, but um, when I get these 30 hours back, it's very easy to Fill just it. say yes to like whatever question comes up. Do you want to do this project? Do you want to work on this initiative? Do you want to join a board? And I'm not going to say yes. I'm going to enjoy that time and be really deliberate with how I spend it. Can we, can we write that yeah, down? Yeah, please yes. do. I know you guys yes. have all yes. asked me about here. the mocha, so she's going <laughs> to... And the other thing is um, I'm taking the health to the next level. I'm doing the New York City Marathon November awesome. 1st. Yes. Awesome. Yep. Congratulations. I, my husband and I are really excited about like the fact that we are empty nesters. It was rough. More him than me the first month. It was rough, but... He's just loves the kids. I don't not love them, but he loves them. And now, like he texted me the other day, when do they go back to school? So like we're <laughs> we're both on the same page and having fun. And we're just, you know, living your less best life involves like doing the things you want to do. I have so many people that are like, oh, well, I'll go to Europe when I retire, or I will do this after this. Well, like what happens if that wasn't in your cards? Like you've got to do it now. Well, so we had an earlier episode and it was all about casting the vision and talking about your mission in mm-hmm. life. And so I'm just curious, do you do you have a mission statement for yourself? Do you know what that is, Rita? Yeah, I mean, it's it's basically to live my best life and empire, uh, empower everyone around me to do the same. I love that. Love that. And, love um, and I'm really excited even with school. We're doing an initiative. I'm really passionate about girls in STEM. I'm an engineer yeah. by trade and so is my daughter. And I watch um, some of us nerdy girls kind of dampen our light a yeah. bit mm-hmm. um, because it's... Mm-hmm. 
it used to not be that cool to right. be smart. It's definitely coming, you know, becoming in vogue now, which is great. But still um, giving everybody, men and women and boys and girls, the opportunity to learn um, great tools so that they can minim- we can minimize the gap between what's required by the job force mm. and what skills you graduated with. We're actually uh, launching this uh, in Kenya next uh, this month in a couple of weeks. And we're going really to learn. But uh, I just think that there's just like, there's so much even on a global scale we can do and um, and take back to like all of our communities. I love that. Well, I personally, um, I don't really believe you that you're not going to fill those 25 <laughs> yeah, hours. Either. At least the first <laughs> few months, maybe. But I do believe that you're probably going to make better choices about what you're mm-hmm. filling it with. Mm-hmm. And so I think having a clear sense of your mission allows you to say yes to the things that are important to you and uh, no to the things that don't mean as much and all that tactical stuff that you've learned that you can pass mm-hmm. off. You can just, you can, you don't have to dig back into that. Absolutely. Right? And you can, and you can use your prodigious, skills, right? As a leader, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. To make the world a better place. Yeah. So I love that. Wow. What a lesson. It's yeah. incredible. Well, and I was listening to you guys talk about profit, right? And it's like, you can have a very profitable business, but then if you're so profitable, you have to question, do you have the right leverage? Yeah. Yes. And then you can do the other extreme, yes. right? Which is, I don't want to ever sell anything. I just want leverage, 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 yeah. which is awesome. But you then may not have profit. Right. And all of these things are, there's no right answer, right? No. It's right, straight yeah. for you. It's matter, yeah, it's what's right for you. But when there is a, a bit of a speed bump and you, you know, you, whether it's a market shift or whether it's just something you didn't anticipate, that's when those decisions are really important. Mm-hmm. And then it helps you pivot, you know, depending on which way you went. So for me, I definitely know I am under leveraged because I, I favor profit. And to be able to get the right leverage even at the expense of some profit, it's okay to go from 55% to well, 40, you, you right? You know what though? You're buying your time back is really exactly. what you're doing. Yes. When you when you yeah. go down on profit to that level, it's yeah. it's not that the money is just fleeting. We were talking about on the profit, right? You, If you're investing in people, those people mm-hmm. will give you a better return anyways, yeah. and right. you're buying your time back. Yeah. Well, um, well, you're, you have to give up control to the right person though in order to be able to do that, which is What do you want your part. legacy to be? Exactly. And you know? I was able to share it with Gary too. Like leverage also gives you the chance to explore opportunities. Exactly. That if yep. some amazing opportunities come That's up right. and you're not leveraged properly, you just have to say no because you just can't, yep, you can't pull do yourself it. out. You can't do it. I think for me, it. I had such a big pivotal point in my business where you go from being a really amazing salesperson to like a business owner. Yeah. And a business can sustain without you for a period mm-hmm. of time. And so um, it's like finding out what type of business you want to have and where your role fits in and then yes. creating the leverage around that to where exactly. at times you can step away, mm-hmm. which I mean, that's what you've you've done, right? Mm-hmm. Through, all, through all of this and focus on MIT and other things um, and see it grow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and what I love is that everybody has the opportunity in their business to keep the jobs that they like. Yes. Right. Yes. You know, That's as you guys, there's, there's no right or wrong yes. answer for yep. what you do on a daily exactly. basis, yeah. except, you know, you have to keep your foot on the gas pedal in terms of growth, yes. right? And you have to keep your eye on the numbers and yep. you have to be a leader. But all the other tactical stuff that you're doing every day can be your choice. Yeah, right. absolutely. You know, yeah. it definitely be your Bond, choice. If Sarita wants to go sell for six million dollar Brits condos, <laughs> oh, I'll do that. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, and I challenge I'm you just guys. a little jealous. I know. I challenge you guys and myself. Like we just are so addicted to these little devices, right? And like mm. when you say like what's going to happen, and are you really going to say no? I think just. I challenge all of us to be present, yeah. right? It's very easy to like fill fill the bucket, like I said, and just to be present. You know, the topic today about like 
having been having it be never too late. I mean, the logical question ends up being, you know, do you have regrets? Do you wish you focused on your health earlier? Do you wish yeah. you maybe went to MIT when you were 35 uh, or 40? Our average class age, our average age is 41. Awesome. Like, and I, the answer is you have, I have no regrets, right? Like it's just, it is never too late and you are the sum of all your experiences. So yep. instead of looking backwards going, well, I should have done it sooner. I wish I it's just like, do yeah. it now, Yeah, right? Just yeah. do it now. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, a lot of people start their businesses much later in life. You yeah. know, I was 38 before I really found my mission and started my yeah. business. Yeah. And age is an attitude, right? Yeah. yeah. It says the 50-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it is. The youngest person I know is now 83. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. And he could run circles around all of us. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've, this has been awesome. A lot of gold nuggets for me. Uh, mm-hmm. The biggest one uh, that I heard you say is just when you get comfortable, mm-hmm. that's when you should be afraid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Not afraid, but that means that you're not changing. You're not-, you're not growing. You should never be in a position where, oh, everything, I get every listing. I get every uh, person to join my team. Mm-hmm. I get, if you're doing that, that means you're mm-hmm. not growing and yeah. you're not putting yourself mm-hmm. in some you're uncomfortable position. Yeah. It's staying safe. Exactly. And I, and I love that I you love forced that. your decisions, your decisions that you made forced you to make a change. Yep. Like, because you could have done an MBA locally, yep. right? And that would have allowed you to still stay mm-hmm. in your business mm-hmm. in the level you run over there and still do your yep. MBA, but you would have been cheating, right? right? You would have been cheating both sides. Staying and safe. So, staying safe. So by forcing drastic decisions mm-hmm. in that way and the drastic health changes that you made, that really is allowing you to feel like you're just getting started. Yes. And that's so exciting. And a quick word about health, right? Like there's no right answer on like you should weigh X or Y or whatever. Right. I think for me, it was just, it controlled me and I needed to take control again. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what it really was about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was just, I was in victim mode a mm-hmm. lot of times and I had a lot of excuses, right? I was super busy and I had every reason to have the the milkshake yeah, or whatever, right. but I just had to stop. On and well, on that, and I would, and I, well, sorry. No, and, and I would just say, you know how you said your production mm-hmm. went up and your weight would go up? Mm-hmm. I would also say that I know your production has gone down a little Absolutely. bit while you've been doing all these other things mm-hmm. and that's okay. Yep. Yeah. Like that's 100% mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. I give everybody permission out there to take control yes. of their health yep. because it is yeah. the most important thing. Yeah. You literally cannot live without your body. Yep, yep, yep. You know, one thing before we wrap up today, one thing that you mentioned was with your health, you've always felt like you could gain weight and lose it and gain it again and lose it again. Mm -hmm. And this time it feels different for you. It does. Talk to me about that. I'm still fearful. And so I I think that fear drives me a little (laughs) bit, but it does feel different because I just tell myself I didn't lose 71 pounds overnight. So if I like have a lot of pizza Mm -hmm. on the weekend, I'm not going to gain 71 pounds, right? It's just, it's back to the model, right? You, I weigh myself daily. That's just me. I know sort of my allowances or my buffer and I trust the process, but I don't take it for granted, right? I still Love monitor, that. track and monitor and surround yourself with people that like really support your goals. Mm-hmm. So you're awesome. making a daily decision, but you know, it's a journey. It's not yeah. the end all be all if you've got a day or two that are off. Exactly. If you mm-hmm. have a four or five pound uh, range, Swing, you yeah. just know, like I know what to do, right? I know, mm-hmm. I knew what to do for 71. I know what to do for five. Yeah. Well, I, I just think that's just it. a good lesson for every aspect yeah. of your life. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to wake up, we're going to wake up and it's never, it's not going to be a perfect day. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to feel like you're in control of everything every single day. And that's not what life looks yeah. like. And, mm-hmm. um, and that's it, okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just like everything else. Success looks different than most people think it is. It's repeatable activities 
done mm-hmm. over time yields a big result. Yeah, well, it's not and, super exciting, right? It can yeah. be boring. Yeah. You just have to stay on it. Yeah. yeah. And what the, this podcast is about <laughs> is having a massive business, which mm-hmm. you do, and then also at the same time, having an even bigger life. Yeah. Right. And I think health, um, choosing to follow your dreams and go to MIT, you know, the mm-hmm. dream that you had is is just part of that. And I think you've been mm-hmm. such a special guest because you are proving yes, yes. that you can have a massive business at the same time, have an even bigger life. Yeah. And, and you're doing it without sacrificing your kids' relationships. You're yes. doing it without sacrificing your marriage. You are, I mean... Seems we, like you're we having a renaissance know. in your marriage. You really from social are. Media. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> you're dating. Yeah, not just not sacrificing. It's like you're hashtag goals. Yeah. Yeah. I know. We're like we want to be with you. Guys. Yeah. Exactly. Man, Cash always has this big grin on him. Yeah. I know. He's gonna love that he was part of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, is, he is such a big part of your life, though, and it's we all feel like we get to be a part of your um, family and your relationship though, because you are so inclusive and you're so intentional about how you stack those relationships up and you don't do it at the sacrifice of the other dreams and goals that you have. And I I really admire you for that because I think a lot of us, like we were talking about before um, on an earlier episode where um, Wendy was talking about a woman that had come and was just bawling because she was saying yes to everything but her family, Mm -hmm. right? And her husband. And you don't do that. And it's really awesome to watch that you're building this massive life mm-hmm. and it includes being very intentional about your relationship. And I just want to remind everyone, some of the reasons I don't do that is there was many times where I did, sure. right? Mm-hmm. And you and I remember what it felt like. Mm-hmm. I remember when my kids said, I wish I was one of your clients so then you could spend time with us, mm-hmm. right? Like, <sighs> you know, or, yeah. you know, or my husband like stopping really to save time on the weekend because he knew I was pretty much an 80, 90% chance of being a no-show for whatever plan we wow. had. So there was some tough lessons that made me cherish it so much mm. more. Yeah. I'm not saying we have to learn the hard way. Like hopefully we all don't, but like right. I've, I've been there when I did the bad things and it just, just I, again, you have that you don't want to go trigger back. bump where you're like, I'm not doing yeah. this anymore. Yeah. I'm done. Well, and people don't have to learn the hard way if they continue to tune in yeah, to our right. podcast, yeah. Empire now, Building. Now, before we go, Sri, you're such an inspiration. Where can people find you? Uh, they can find me. My handle is Ask Sarita on Twitter and Instagram and, and definitely friend me on Facebook. We're working on the whole 5,000 friend limit thing. But <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like everywhere and um, just reach and out to me directly. any buyer and seller in Portland, right? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Happy Ask to help. Sarita yep. to help you. Portland metro area yes. surrounding. AskSarita.com, Yes, right? yes. Yeah. Sarita.com. That's awesome. That's yeah. so great. Well, um, thank you for sharing with us today. This thank has been for me. Such, an honor. such a treat. Thank um, you. And it's really never too late to be present Mm -hmm. to live your best life. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Sarita. And thank you for joining Empire Building with us today. Man, what what an absolute pleasure, Sarita, to have you. And we hope you'll join us again next time. Thanks for listening to Empire Building. If you like what you heard, join our tribe by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. And help us spread the word by leaving a five-star rating and review. Until next time, wishing you a life worth living. And remember, you are an empire builder.